0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Wednesday in the third week of Advent. Today being the 15th day of December 2021. Let us plead with the Spirit of God to come live among us and inspire us in all we do come 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 holy ghost come 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 holy ghost come holy ghost come oh come oh come holy ghost come oh come oh come come come. dear children of god the title of my homily today is jesus the savior is in our midst. Jesus, the Savior, is in our midst. The first reading today is taken from the prophet Isaiah chapter 45 from verse 6 to verse 8, verse 18 to verse 21, and verse 21 to verse 25. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 7 from verse 19 to verse 23. In the very first reading today, God, speaking to us through uh, the prophet Isaiah, assures us of his presence with us, that he is the creator of heaven and earth, the giver of all things. To one he gives life and blessings, to another he gives woes. And then he ended this passage by saying Those who resist God will perish. But those who follow the will of God will indeed be glorified. Because the Messiah will come to redeem God's own people. The Messiah, the Savior of the world, will come to put an end to the afflictions of the children of God. He will put an end to the reign of wickedness, of injustice, of partiality. Of all forms of evil and then he will promote that which is in line with the will of God. And so the people of Israel were living in expectation of the coming of the Savior, the Anointed One, the Messiah. And so even when Jesus eventually came, John the Baptist pointed him out as the Savior of the world. But today, following the fact that John expected that with the coming of the Messiah, the Savior of the world, everything will change in favor of the children of God, that he will no longer be persecuted, the children of Israel will now be freed from their oppressors, and then there shall be no more ailments, diseases, infections, troubles of every kind. He was taken aback that he wasn't seeing all of this manifested so readily. And so today he had to send two of his disciples to Jesus to ask, are you the one to come or are we to wait for another? Are you the one to come? Are you the savior? Are you the Messiah? Are you the anointed of God? Or there is some other person who will come other than you. For I cannot understand why up to this very moment, I'm still going through persecutions for speaking the truth and teaching about you and preparing a people worthy of you. I cannot reconcile the presence of the Messiah with the calamities that is befalling the people of Israel. That up to this very moment, you have done nothing, literally speaking, for the total liberation of the Israelites from their oppressors, the Roman authorities. You have not brought curses pains and afflictions upon those who had persecuted the children of God who promotes vices and continue to thrive in evil. And so John asked very passionately, Are we to expect another? Or are you the one? If you are the one, why haven't we begin to experience the experience the manifestation of your person as the Messiah? But Christ's own ways are not our ways. And when these two disciples came to Jesus, they saw indeed that Jesus was fulfilling the very purpose that was said of him in the prophets. He was healing the sick, raising the dead, restoring the blind that they may have their sight again, doing great works, showing God's mercy, and bringing God's blessings upon the whole people, who turned to him and followed him from the sincerity of their hearts. Now like Isaiah said, for those who will resist him, for those who will rebel against him, condemnation and God's anger and wrath, the judgment from on high awaits them. What do we learn from this? Dear children of God, many a times, given the experiences we have in life, we begin to question the love of God for us, the presence of God in our midst. Is God still with us? Is He still interested in us? Has God abandoned the world? Is He living aloof of the experiences and the circumstances of the world? Why has He not addressed the troubles of facing the world? Why has the children of God continued to pray day and night, calling on God for divine help and solution to their problems, and they don't seem to be getting answers to this, they are calling on the name of the Lord? Many questions arise in our hearts, but today Jesus gives a confirmation that he is already with us. Our Savior, the Messiah, the Anointed One of God, is with us. Why did it come? He came in order to save humanity. He came in order to redeem us. He came in order to give life to those condemned to death. He came in order that we may have our sight, spiritual and physical, restored unto us. He came fundamentally to reconcile us with God and make us one with God. At times also, our place in God will influence to what extent we enjoy God's blessings and otherwise. What is your place in God today? Are you truly reconciled with God? Or are you still rebelling against the will of God? Are you still resisting the voice of Christ Jesus? Or have you submitted yourself wholly to doing His will? Yes, you may not have to wait until everything works out well as you would want it before you begin to seek the face of God. That will mean giving conditions to God. And it is not proper, for he is the creator of heaven and earth. He is the absolute timekeeper who knows when best to visit your case and to bless you. But know it today, dear child of God, that Jesus, the Savior of the world, is already in our midst. He is with you. He is with me. He is with us. No matter what the experiences of life may be like, no matter what you are going through today, do not give up hope and do not lose sight of the presence of God in your life. For at his own appointed time, and it's not going to be far from now again, especially as you return to God with all your heart, seeking his face and intent on doing his will in all things and at all times, you will experience his power to save his power to deliver, his power to bless, his power to restore, his power to elevate, his power to fulfill every one of your desire in accordance with his will. And for those who will continue to stand in the will of the Lord, the God of mercy is still also showing them mercy, inviting them to come to God, kneel before his throne of mercy, and be reconciled with him. As the refuser to do that can attract his wrath and his condemnation. Dear children of God, therefore, today we are strongly encouraged to return to the Lord with all our hearts, with all our souls, with all our spirit, resolving to do his will always. And he, our Savior, who has come to us, living in our midst, confirmed that he is with us, he will prove himself our God and address all our needs, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. The Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.